The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. Welcome to The Shepherded Work, a weekly program to help you learn how to live your Christian faith in every place you work and live. Host Mark Goldstein introduces you to individuals who are successfully and effectively engaging in marketplace ministry and gives you the tools you need to do the same. The Shepherded Work is sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, building kingdom, business, and community. Now, here's your host, Mark Goldstein. And welcome to another edition of The Shepherd at Work. Mark Goldstein in the studio with Mike Gillen and Brianna Burdett, who is with Allegra Inspired Senior Living. And we're going to be talking about all things senior, but Mike, what was amazing is what happened before I came over here. I was in the kitchen making lunch for Ronnie, turned around, lost my footing, fell hands and knee, you know, on the hands and knees. I'm laying there on the floor and I'm reminded of that commercial. Help. I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> right. And it dawned on me that it could have been a lot worse. I could have been, because I was nowhere near my cell phone. And it was funny watching me actually get to the chair, but it just reminded me that I'm a senior yeah. and things yeah. happen. I'm a senior. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yeah, I am. You're more senior than me. I am indeed. <laughs> yeah. We'll stop it at the end. Yeah, we'll Let's stop go. it right there. That's right. So, Brianna, uh, so you're with Allegra Inspired Senior Living. Um, I've been there. Mm-hmm. The place is like, Mike, it's like a resort. It's mm-hmm. it's amazing. Um, so, but when you work with seniors mm-hmm. in that industry, really, it's more of a calling than a job. Oh, most definitely. So what brought you or what uh, inspired you to work in the, that whole senior industry? So my inspiration actually came after my my degree. Uh, I have a degree in health services administration from UCF. And with that degree, you typically go either into a hospital type of setting mm-hmm. or into senior living. And I really didn't know what, which route was going to be the route that I wanted to go. But I had a fantastic opportunity to intern with a company that worked with seniors. Okay. And my each person that is part of that program, you have to have a, a, a project that you do for your degree. And I decided that one of my projects was going to be to actually work with a gentleman that came to that agency. And he had some cognitive challenges and he was a very, very accomplished attorney. And his wife wanted him to still find feel like he had a purpose in his life. And so that's what I did for my project, if you will, was to help him, you know, have some purpose in his life. So he actually came in for an interview at that agency. And then what I did is my my role was really to give him projects just throughout the day for him to work on and, and to help us. So whether it was just stapling papers together and such and um, or helping me, you know, sift through, organize such uh, types of things. But uh, one of the things that was so neat for me um, was just, Working with seniors, I think you definitely have to have a lot of patience. And I'm very, very a type A type of person where I like things organized and done correctly and such. But uh, sometimes with cognitive challenges, things just become a little bit more difficult. And what was really neat was the change that he brought on to me was, for example, uh, stapling those papers. You know, we do it in the left-hand corner and then we moved on to the next packet. Uh, he would start stapling and he's, next thing you know, he's flipping to the next page and we're stapling in the middle and, and such. But I'm like, that's great. 
Awesome, wonderful. And we actually used the material that he was helping us staple and explained to some of the team members what exactly it was. But that's where I, I discovered that I really wanted to work with seniors and, and that's where my, my passion is. In working with seniors, uh, and especially in, in a, a, pl- a campus mm-hmm. where you have a ton of seniors there, what are some of the things that you've learned uh, about ministering to seniors mm-hmm. that you, you didn't know until you got into this industry? Well, one of the things that I really appreciate about appreciate about Allegro is that they give me the autonomy to, to be a resource to seniors. And I think that that's something that that is needed uh, for them. Um, it's always shocking to me that there's so much information that's out there and available for people, but you don't necessarily know how to find it. And so I love the fact that Allegro gives me the opportunity to say, you know, Allegro's not a good fit for everybody. It might not be, but I can help that person. Yeah. And that's really what my, my goal is, is to, to get in front of them and to educate them on senior living. Uh, Florida is one of those states, I think, that sometimes people have a, when we're talking about retirement plans, it's not like maybe up north where you're planning and making moves earlier. Sometimes I think for Florida, your, your, your retirement plan is making the move to Florida. And, and actually, one of the things we're going to talk about in next segment is what you're doing through Allegro mm-hmm. in the community mm-hmm. to educate. Wonderful. So um, is there anything that has surprised you in, in working with seniors? Either something that is a void out there that, or some, something that, again, just surprises you? Well, I, I think there's still a stigma about senior living. And, and that's one of the things I, I think that surprises me the most is a lot of people still feel like we're going to be a, uh, the old nursing home, uh, the, the home, you know, and, and that's so many times what I hear when I'm talking to families on the phone is that's what they think senior living is going to, to look like. And I think that's one of the things that surprises me because in a way it's really switched from that healthcare type of model to more of a hospitality model. When my parents back in, uh, 2011, uh, it was time to move out of their house into, and they went into more of an assisted Mm -hmm. living. For me, it was common sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, you look at it and say, man, this is a no brainer. For them, it was like one of the biggest emotional challenges, catastrophes that, that could be. Um, what are, what are some of the dynamics that a senior looks at that in, in, as you've seen, uh, in making a decision, stay in the house, move somewhere. What does that look like? You are so right. Uh, it is very, very emotional, I think, making a decision about whether or not to leave your home. Uh, sometimes you've been in your home for a very, very long time, and, and that plays into it. It, it. But I think there's that other side of, of the emotional it's not just that I'm, I'm leaving my home and, and that, but sometimes I think it's, it's acknowledging that you're at a different stage in your life. So that house was a lot of times just the way that people represented themselves. I, I grew up, grew my family here. I, I brought so many people here to be able to enjoy entertainment and all of that. And, and now it's, it's different. And now I, it's almost like a reinvention that has to sometimes take place in, 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 in this whole thought process. A good illustration to that is what happened to me before I came over to do the show today. Mm-hmm. Five years ago, I fall down in the kitchen no big deal. I get mm-hmm. up, brush it off. Today, it makes me think. 
It does. It does. Uh, you know, and so many times I, it's all, it's an event like that that starts the search. Mm. You know, I, I really think that that is very, very true. There's, there's some kind of event that happens and it's like, you know what? I need to start thinking about, about what my life looks like and, and what safety looks like because that becomes ultimately just way more important at the end of the day. So seniors are at different levels of need when they determine when it, when it is determined it's time to move out of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the options that I know you have Allegro, which is the independent, the inspired, but there's people who need a lot more needs. So what are some of the type of facilities mm-hmm. that people have as an option? Well, there's, there's so much terminology. I think that comes out with senior living. And I think that's part of the the stumbling block as people are starting to look at, at what that looks like for themselves. So independent living, that is that really that initial sort of, I want to be in a place where others are around and I'm looking to give up the burdens of my home. You know, I don't want to deal with the cooking and cleaning anymore. I want to enjoy myself and have activities and maybe even some transportation that could be helpful for. Live in a resort. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, but what's interesting is there's actually something before independent living that is a little bit newer of a concept called active adult. And mm. the thought process of that is it's an apartment for seniors. So it's not going to be so inclusive like what Allegro offers, but, you know, it gives you an environment where you're around seniors and you're in more of an apartment type of a setting. So not having to deal with the, the burdens of your home. And you have an emergency button you can pull. or Not or necessarily okay. with the active adult. That's <laughs> okay. going to be more what you get when you start getting in the independent living. Okay. It's that, that peace of mind with the, the pull cords and the emergency pendants and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, but uh, but then so you have the the active adult the independent living. And then the next step from there is going to be assisted living. Mm -hmm. So that is a perfect place uh, in our community if somebody wants uh, all of what independent living has to offer. But additionally, they might need help with with some care needs. So if anybody needs help with medication management, uh, for me, I think that's oftentimes one of the first things that people will truly need that makes them qualified for assisted living. Uh, But then also, you know, help with showering or or dressing. Uh, Ambulation can also be something that we help with there. Mm -hmm. So that's a better fit, you know, when somebody starts to need those types of services. Uh, And then additionally, there's a, we we have a memory care neighborhood. Uh, That's another type of option that's Mm -hmm. out there, which is, it's essentially, it's still assisted living. It's just a small secured assisted living. And Allegra doesn't offer the the skilled component at our property, uh, but that is a good fit when somebody needs access to 24-7 nursing care. So when they, they need total care and they're no longer able to participate, uh, that's when that part of the, the facade will, will, will go. And there's so many strategies where people can start out in one type of living and even without having to leave the property, go to the parts of the campus that best fit their needs. 100%. And in my experience, those that move in when there isn't an emergency, uh, when there's not, you know, a huge event that's bringing them in and they can actually come into our independent living, you see them actually live so much longer in the independent portion because there's uh, interventions in place to help them remain safe and such. So it's it's really neat to see, you know, even longevity happen just because they're they're getting the, sure. the, the services they need. When we come back from the break, I'd like to talk about how seniors, kids can help in this process. And we're going to talk about an event that you're doing to help bring education to seniors. You're listening to The Shepherd at Work, Mark Goldstein, Brianna Burdett, and Mike Gillen. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. 
you're a Christian business person and you want to meet people who want to do business with you, you need to join the Central Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce. Why? Because the mission of the Christian Chamber is to build kingdom, business, and community. And it all starts with the Christian principle of building relationships. To learn more about the Christian Chamber and all the different ways you can get engaged with hundreds of other Central Florida Christian business people, visit cfchristianchamber.com or call 407-258-3578. Hey, this is Mike Gilland, Operations Manager at the Shepherd Radio Network, with a special invitation for you to join me daily, Monday through Friday, for my show, Afternoons with Mike. Our show is aired at 3.05 p.m. and replayed twice, first the same night at 9.05 p.m., then the next morning at 10.05 a.m. It's my privilege to have a wide variety of guests on my show, ranging from senators to pastors, celebrities to singers and businessmen and women. The common thread to each episode is our goal to look at life through the lens of a biblical worldview. You can listen on air to any of the three Shepherd stations in Florida. Plus, you can listen online at our homepage, theshepherdradio.com. Listen on demand to our podcast, available on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. All you have to do is use the search phrase, Afternoons with Mike. Ladies, do you want the men in your lives to be better husbands, fathers, and providers? Men, do you want all that and more? Christ-led communities has the answer. With men's Bible studies and group experiences, Christ-led communities has a curriculum that meets most every man's spiritual needs. Visit clchq.org to learn about your opportunities to grow in Christ in a Christ-led community. The website again is clchq.org or 407-484-3899. Once again, here's Mark Goldstein. We are back with Brianna Burdett from Allegra. And, of course, Mike Gillen in the studio. We haven't heard from Mike yet. But no, but I'm here. <laughs> we need to remind people, because you're also in our demographic. I was taking a senior demogra- nap over here. <laughs> I was going to say you're in our demographic, so you're I listening am. intently. I am. It is so true. It's very interesting to hear. So, Mike, you have kids, and you have um, a great relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And, like with me, do you find that... As you're getting older, you're leaning more on them in conversation and looking at your future? It's a great question. You know, I think a number of years ago, that began very naturally with me because we, you know, when they were young, we trained them to be self-thinkers, to be governed on their own. And there came a point as they were all growing up into college, beyond college, getting married, all of that, that there's a transition that should take place. Mm. And I I began to not only love them as their dad, but I began to love them as their, their friend mm. and then to appreciate, uh, you know, appreciate the wisdom that God sure. had given them. So I would find myself asking them questions sure. and growing from them. Mm. And I think that's important. So Brianna, do you see that um, in, as you're interacting with seniors, uh, having input from the kids and how important is that probably about 10 out of 10 times i we we talk with adult children uh Mm. so many times it's important and i actually encourage that you know is there anybody else that's helping you make this type of a decision it's important that you have family involvement and family and buy-in at the end of the day very much so 
problem is kids come to your place to see where mom and dad are going to live and they're going to be jealous. That is so true. They're like, when can I move in? I'm like, well, we might have to get you on our wait list for a little while. <laughs> so which, how many um, residents do you have at, at Allegra at, this, at that facility? We have about 170, about 170 at this time. So it's a place where people can really make some friends, get to know each other. You really have community there. Yeah, that's my, that is my favorite part about Mm -hmm. what I do is uh, seeing a resident or somebody that wasn't a resident move in and really just blossom. Uh, So many times I see them coming from a home situation where sometimes, you know, they're no longer driving. And so they, that really restricts them and and isolates them. And I love after somebody moves into the community, uh, coming in for the day and walking through the dining room and they're having breakfast with a whole group of, the whole table full full of people and and having that engagement. That is so important for health uh, of our seniors. So I'm going to put you on the spot because I didn't mention I'm going to ask this. Okay. Um, What do, speak to the kids right now of the seniors, what do they need to know to keep, help their parents make keep from making common mistakes? Well, I think the advice, you know, that I would really, really give is to not wait for that event to be the the all selling point for senior living to mm-hmm. start the process or at least the conversations earlier on. Uh, when somebody is truly independent, you know, that's when the conversations should start, whether or not there's an intention to actually make a move into senior living, but know what your parent wants for themselves. I I, I preach that all the time. You know, I think it's so important that our, our seniors get to make their own types of decisions and bringing the family along for the ride so that they know what is important to them about the community that they want for themselves. And, and I ask that with each of the families I meet with. I ask that to the, the potential resident, and I ask that to their adult child. And sometimes you get a little bit different answers, but I, I think it's great when everybody's all on the same page and, and you know prior to anything happening what, what that could look like. So I think the, the best advice that I would give is to just start having some conversation early, whether or not there's an intention to make a move, but just having the conversation and, and uh, understanding what, what's important to your loved one at the end of the day. Absolutely. Knowing what their intentions are what, yeah. and how you can help exactly. make that happen. Exactly. We mentioned earlier in, in the show, you mentioned that your passion is educating seniors mm-hmm. or just educating, period. And so through that, uh, Allegro has allowed you to use that campus to do some educational workshops, seminars, whatever you want to call it. And you have one coming up on May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Yes, yes. Uh, so t- tell us uh, kind of ballpark and then maybe we'll drill down. What does that event look like? Yeah, so the this event that we're going to be hosting, it's called the Proactive Senior. And that really is the thought process behind it. There is so much information out there and that's readily available for our seniors. And to put them in front of the right people. That's what our goal is for the event that we have coming up. So uh, I know it's still coming together. Mm -hmm. You have speakers to be determined, Mm -hmm. but just generally speaking, what are some of the things that you're looking to cover uh, in, in this? Yeah, so I'm I'm going to do a talk about senior living, sort of 101, uh, educating and speaking to the terminology. Uh, so many times our, our seniors get lost in the terminology. Oh, I, I'm looking for assisted living. 
and I'm having the conversation with them and I'm like, well, you don't have any needs. So then we, you know, start talking about independent living. So I'll have that portion where I'm going to just uh, talk about senior living terminology 101, if you will. Uh, and then we have a Medicare uh, insurance representative coming in to give us some some tips on on how to navigate that uh, world, <laughs> if you will. Uh, and then we also are working on bringing a fraud uh, pers- detective in, uh, oh. speaking to some of the uh, the challenges I think that some of the seniors are facing. You mean um, like as far as your Netflix account yes. is uh, blocked? And <laughs> <laughs> yes, click here and and send us money or what? Yes, yeah, we had a friend who they received um, had a cognitive issue Mm -hmm. with the wife and he was in the other room and they're both seniors Mm -hmm. and but they were not yet living with any additional uh, help or not in a physician they were in their home Mm -hmm. and he overhears his wife talking on the phone and she's giving out her social security number and he grabbed the phone it was too late Mm -hmm. she had already done it and it was one of those phishing type calls so Mm -hmm. seniors as at some points need help in that well, and information is always out there and people, you can look on the phone book and find phone numbers and ages and, and even target that, that demographic. Right. And so it's, it's so important to be aware of, of the scams that are out there. And so I think it's important to, to, to bring that awareness. Well, and when you realize how many seniors, the baby boomers mm-hmm. and others, there are still around, we are, uh, we're a sizable group that can be attacked. Oh, very, very much so. Yeah. Um, any, anything else that now, is there going to be food? Yes. Yes. So, uh, the event's going to go from 10 to two 30, uh, from 10 to 12, we'll have one section and then we'll have a little break at, at 1230 to have some snacks. And then we'll jump into our second segment that will go from 1230 to two o'clock. Hmm. And as I understand it, uh, I even believe, um, Humana, the executives mm-hmm. from Humana and United Healthcare are going to be there to answer questions yes. for folks too. That yes, is, exactly. And um, will tours be offered? Yes, very much so. Of course, of course. Uh, those that are interested very much after our event will be offering tours of the community so we can see uh, the independent and assisted living portions of the community and we'll see uh, an available apartment as well. Uh, we are asking though for RSVPs uh, yeah. because we we have some limited space. We're going to do it in our beauty, beautiful movie theater but uh, to RSVP we're having uh, people call. Uh, our phone number at the community is 407 622 Two six four eight, and we'll give that out again. And uh, also, when once this show goes to podcast, we'll list it in there too. Wonderful. So we have about two minutes remaining. In that time, tell us about Allegro, because you call it's called an inspired, inspired senior living. What makes it inspired? My residents. Uh, my residents definitely bring the light to our community. And I think also just the, the lifestyle that we offer at the community, it's, it's burden free. Mm-hmm. We put together the programming, the activity for our residents to be able to enjoy. So they don't have to worry about organizing everything, but, but just come in and enjoy yourself. Well, when I toured the community, what I noticed was that there are so many things to invite residents to be outside of there rooms, their apartments. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I was watching your residents interacting with each other and it reminded me seniors can get very lonely and very isolated. 
And that's not happening there. And I think what what's inspiring is that they're seniors that aren't acting like you would think seniors act like. And you reinforce you reinforce that there. Most definitely. It's it, it is a different thought process when you're living in a community type of setting than mm-hmm. when you're in your home. Uh, I'll oftentimes bring that up when I'm on a tour with somebody explaining to them, you know, this whole community is your home. Your apartment's just that place where you're going to go when you want to rest and don't want to be involved in things. But please come out of your apartment, enjoy, go to the library and read a book or go down to the bistro and have a cup of coffee with some other ladies, that kind of thing. It's, it's, it's wonderful to see the, the liveliness of, of what we offer. Well, and the truth is you said that Allegro is not for everyone. And, and mm-hmm. I, can, I can, I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there is some place for everybody So even if Allegro isn't for them, you have the expertise to where you can guide them to somewhere else that would be best suited for what they're looking for. Most definitely. And and that is one of the things that Allegro, I I love about Allegro. They allow me to say that to people and they also will let me refer to a competitor if we're not a good fit, if they're a better one. So this is a good time to give folks your phone number again. It's 407-622-2640. 407-622-2648. Brianna, it's been a pleasure having you as a guest. Mike, as always, it's great seeing you in the studio. Thank you. We'll see you all next week on The Shepherd at Work. You've been listening to The Shepherd at Work. Tune in next week as Mark will introduce you to another marketplace leader who will show you how to live your Christian faith in every place you work and live. The Shepherd at Work, sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, building kingdom, business, and community. The preceding was a Mark Radio production.